Welcome to the Embark Pod Mini Pod, brought to you by Embark Group, as we take a snapshot look at some of the finer topics from across the industry. And today we're talking about risk management. I'm very pleased to say that joining me is Rory Van Zwanenberg, who's a risk manager at BlackRock. Rory, welcome. I mean, first of all, let's sort of dissect the term uh, risk management. What is it? And importantly, what's a good risk manager? What is good risk management? Sure. Um there, there are entire books written on the subject, so I'll do what I can on this uh, short podcast. But I, 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 we have some uh, some strongly held views at BlackRock about what good risk management looks like. Um, I'll, I'll start off with what is really our mantra: deliberate, diversified, and scaled. So, risk management is about understanding risks and ensuring that those risks are deliberate, diversified, and scaled at all times. And that can apply to your investments, to, but to any other types of risk as well, um, operational risk, technology risk, all of that kind of thing. Um, I think specifically for, for this podcast and, and for thinking about investment, making sure that all of your risks are deliberate, you are taking the bets that you mean to take, you are investing in, in things that you mean to invest in, ensuring that your, your investments are diversified um, and ensuring that your, your, your risks are appropriately scaled for what you want to, to invest in. Uh, is, is absolutely vital. So deliberate, diversified, and scaled. Let's just talk about what scaled means in this case, though, Rory, because I suppose to a lot of people, the scale of your risk is really at the core of this. Just, yeah. just take us inside that and how you'd work it through. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. So I, I think one thing, the, the most important thing to think about is that it will mean different things to different people. So it, it can be a very personal question for individual investors and for individual fund managers. It really depends on what their funds are trying to achieve. Um, you know, I, I think that there are many ways to measure risk and think about uh, think about kind of quantitative analytics that can that can help with that, and we spend a lot of our time looking at that. Um, but I think fundamentally, I often, as, as an individual investor, will think about how much money can I stand to lose when I make these investments, and what's my you know what, what's my time horizon, and, and and therefore how how willing am I to to take risk in the market? So thinking in simple P&L terms over certain time periods is really where a lot of our, our risk analytics come from. Um, we, of course, then try and get more sophisticated and think about models to predict those kinds of metrics and, and what they might mean and what they mean for the actual investment that we are taking. But at the end of the day, I think it, it often comes down to, you know, have I appropriately scaled my investments so that if a bad outcome does occur, that's something I can live with. Okay, now I suppose I mean, we're talking obviously in, in sort of uh, non-concrete terms, but let's concretize it and come down to what are the key risks at the moment that you'd say you're concerned about? I mean, w- what's front and centre for you? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I think, again, starting from the point of view of an investor, the biggest risk is always, will I meet my objective? Will, I, w- will my investments lead to the financial outcome that I, I want in the future? So if I'm saving for retirement, will I have enough to retire on? Of course, as someone who thinks about this stuff every day, that very quickly translates into what does that mean for, for asset prices, for the risks in my portfolio? And, and typically, as a kind of a, a risk manager for multi-asset products, I'm worried about the, the main you know, large asset classes, what will happen to equities, what will happen to fixed income and interest rates, what will happen to FX. Um, so we pretty quickly get on to then the, the kind of more technical aspects of that. And I think there are three big things on my mind at the moment. Firstly, inflation. So there's a lot of uh, news at the moment about the path of inflation, what that might mean for, for asset prices, for the economy as a whole, how central banks are reacting to that, and indeed 
when central banks then make decisions about the future part of interest rates or, or message that, what that then does to asset prices. So inflation in central banks is a, is a, is a real topic of, uh, of focus and something that a lot of investors are thinking about at the moment. I think that's more kind of you know, macroeconomic, so about the, the, the macro economy. There are also event risks, so you know, things that can happen perhaps in an unexpected way, and they always keep me up at night as a risk manager. I think you know, the two most recent examples are things which, again, people are very, very familiar with. So Brexit, which is something a term that perhaps we've been saying a little bit less over the last year, but certainly that has been a, a front and centre for a, a good five years now. And it's something which is still having repercussions in, in asset prices. And then obviously COVID. Um, so, you know, how reopening, how, how successful the, the kind of reopening of the economy is, any bumps in the road there, will undoubtedly lead to different outcomes for our investors and it's something we need to be paying careful attention to. And I suppose the problem is, you know, you can talk about those, we know they're coming, but I guess there's always the fear of the, of the black swan, the point, getting your portfolio and putting people's portfolios yes. in a position where they could even resist something as risky and as unexpected as that. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I think that you have, to, you have to take risk as an investor in order to meet your, your outcomes and your objectives. But to be focused on risks, thinking about what might be coming, having good processes in place to deal with situations when they arise and to be you know, focused and concentrated on markets, to have your hand on the tiller, as it will, I, I think is, is absolutely vital in these situations. And so we spend a lot of time thinking about risk management, speaking to our portfolio managers, trying to understand you know, what would happen in a certain situation. If this were to happen, what would we do to the portfolio? How would we get through that scenario? And it's that kind of preparation, um, which certainly stood us in good stead this time last year, or I guess a little over a year ago now, uh, when the COVID crisis hit, and we will continue to, to think in that way, to just prepare as best we can for, for the unknown. Okay, what about the sort of uh, the, the classic fortification that I suppose you build against risk, which traditionally, of course, has been the 60-40 split? I mean, what do you think really are the merits of that? Is it still the kind of investment strategy that you, that you would pursue? So, I think, so firstly, I'd say that investment strategies are very personal. And so each individual should think about what it is they're actually trying to achieve from their investments. Um, what I would, and I can speak personally about this myself. So, so when I think about my own savings, my own investments, I'm personally more concerned about how I describe risk at the beginning, how much money I might be making or losing, how much I can stomach to lose, rather than what percentage of my portfolio is invested in the equity market. And so I like to think, again, in, in terms perhaps of more, of more risk-targeting portfolios, portfolios which offer the opportunity to say, you know, I'm willing to stomach the value of my investment going up or down by 10% a year, 15% a year, whatever that number might be. And that I know that there's a portfolio manager who's going to be paying attention to that and, and thinking about my own risk tolerance in those terms. So for me, I don't tend to invest in, in those portfolios as much. And I, you know, I, I tend to invest more in, in the kind of risk targeting portfolios. Um, and I, I would just encourage people to think about what it is they're trying to achieve in their investments and to have that risk lens when they are making those decisions. So since then, I suppose, summing it up, it, it, it's risk-reward, but it's also a sense of how you personally feel secure against the risks, but also what you want your whole portfolio to achieve. Yeah, I think, I think that's fair enough. 
a good classic sum up of the position uh, of the risk manager. Thanks so much uh, for talking about that. That was Rory van Swanenberg, risk manager at BlackRock. That's it for this mini pod from Embark Pod. My thanks to Rory and to all of you for listening. I'll be back with more episodes. I'm Roger Hearing for now. Thanks for listening and goodbye. <laughs>